And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Hello and welcome to a jam-packed DYI Leinster winning We Are Loud podcast with a dash of a Bourne Cup action via the medium of my rookie report. Thanks very much for joining in. I hope you enjoy and engage with the show. Well, what one hell of a weekend of action, um, which is why uh, the the pod is delayed. Um, such action on Saturday just pushed over the sun and too much going on. So I've been doing the podcast today on Monday, and it's nearly nicer because you have more time to reflect on the actual achievement that that went on. And um, I caught up with uh, Dean Maguire. We're going to hear that. Uh, Emotional reaction from Dean um, after the game, and it was great that he he had the perspective and where it all to think about uh, other people uh, other than than his own joy, and it's really nice interview. So that that comes up next. That comes up after um, I suppose the match report, like um, just to give you a rundown in the game, because I know like there wasn't an overly big crowd in Drogheda, probably because the, the game should have been in Dundalk, but that's that's a story for another day. But it was a final where the Ireland should like they should have never been behind really, and then to come back not only once but twice was uh, was was crazy, and then the goal to win it, Aidan Sheikhi's goal, Leinster championship winning goal came from a strike should have never attempted in the first place. From way out, and there was a point in it. He could have easily, at the angle he had, he could have just clipped it over the bar with on his right foot. But to everyone's amazement, he just struck this rocket of a shot, and it just, it just, it just put them two points up. The awfully champions bridges were absolutely stunned. Kevin Keelan then follows it up with an absolute worldly from way out in the corner of the draw the United end on his right foot, whirled it over the bar. 2-10-2-7, ref blew it up and that was it. Good luck and thanks. Joyous scenes all over. Um, great reaction. They're a great bunch of, they're a great bunch of lads, great bunch to work with. Um, I'm really honest, like, they've said it throughout. They wanted, they wanted to aim for Leinster. I actually did. I must dig out that audio. I I, I predicted that they would win Leinster or go very far and it's just the way their, their, their game plan is so sophisticated uh, for junior level. And... You uh, 
you could see that happening all day. Like I know that they went down. They went. They, they had the win against them in the first half, and they conceded a, a goal. It was, but they, they gave away the goal. They were very edgy. Give away the interception, and the fairest man David Egan finished it quite well. But uh, it was the first goal that they actually conceded since the twenty second of April, and it was of their own doing. But they didn't. They didn't relent. Uh, they kept plugging away. Um, got in level at half time. Down mainly to uh, freeze from Dermot Moan and Jordan O'Donoghue. He dead eyed on them in the first half. But Dean Maguire was exceptional in the first half. Exceptional throughout. You could nearly look at getting him back involved with Loud. Um, his pace inside and his power. Like he's very strong and it's very hard to stop what he does, especially at that level. Just. Head down, solo runs, lung busting runs, and he got fouled, and then the boys took, took, tapped him over. And then, second half, it just really played into the hands. They, uh, but they still made it hard for themselves, the Irelanders. Um, there, a sub came off the bench with them. Eddie Grogan tapped two points over. Maguire hit another one. Dean Maguire hit another one. And then, uh, a really soft goal, an intercepted pass from their midfielder, put them five up, and you thought, Okay, uh, this is going to be the first win for the Loud team at this grade. It's, it looks very bleak if it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen today. But that, 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 that was on the 39th minute, that goal. Five points down, and that was the last time the, the boys scored. So this is where the defensive, Adrian O'Donoghue's defensive template really uh, stood to them. Um, like the O'Donoghue's brother's hairstyles it was tied at the back and loose at the front and that just exact terms the uh, Irelanders excel Maguire got more space Moan got more space they just dogged it out the boys couldn't find their range with the wind and just a stout defending and, and it just, they just kind of panicked and it was it was, it was was down to the Irelanders making them panic, panic. and then when, he, when they threw on fresh legs like us all, we know how to play, and the subs and nobody are coming in and doing a job as well. And then the boys didn't, the Bridges didn't even make a change, they just decided to hang on. While I don't know who Adrian put on it, it was a triple substitution he threw in. You had uh, the goal scorer, Aiden Sheiky, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of experience, and Kevin Keelan, who got the point, come on, and uh, just after the, just after their goal. So. He went for broke and it eventually paid off. Um, they got back into the game. Dermot Moan got it, like I said, opened up for Moan. It's another little, uh, really good inside forward with, with um, Dean. He just found space, jinxed, jinxed, just made sure to pull the trigger when it was, the goal was on, and he did. But as soon as you talk other back in the game, the next, very next play, Sean McLaughlin picks up his yellow card, so they're down to 14 men. But it just seemed to just inspire them more than anything. Got the boost from the goal, the kick in the hole with the man going off. They're the 40 men that says, right, forget about everything, let's just go for it. And Derek Maguire absolutely went for it. He played with, like, he played with the exact disgust his first half performance deserved. Like, it, it was nearly like he, uh, Got to, it's nearly like they lost the game and he got to look back at the DVD as an old man. And he got one wish, returning wish, to turn back the clock and play that game again. And my God, he played the second half with no regrets. He just drove forward. It just really, really, it was a super performance. He really, like, it's really nice to see a county player play well for that club. 
it's aesthetically pleasing like he wanted to do well and McGo- Derek did really really well like it, did, did Bridges still play into the hands did it, did, despite having an extra player they didn't they didn't look to play it short to keep possession they just kicked the ball out long and Maguire was on to everything on every break and his power surges up the middle of the up the middle of the field a couple of times and like he did fumble one ball and you thought oh it's going again them and he kicked, but then he kicked a savage point. But it runs up the fear of legendary. And like how apt was that in the wake of the the recent club legend Mickey McCabe's passing? So he really he really stood up, <coughs> kicked a massive point as well to leave one in it. But then it was it was nearly going to turn into a hard luck story with Jordan O'Donoghue missed two frees that he he kicked in the first half. Just got a little bit, just got a little bit tight. But then. Aidan Sheikhi didn't get that memo he, he actually broke two fingers during the week and he nearly shouldn't have been playing he doesn't he's nearly set up for being an impact role he, he's played it all year have, all year in the Leinster campaign having started all year and he's got used to the impact role and he got used to it for the final it was just a wonder goal Keelan Kevin Keelan follows it up and it would a 20 victory in a row the third cup this year, and um, Keelan Neary is getting better and better with his speeches. Brilliant talker, but that's just the Irelanders. They have the All Ireland now to look forward to, and they wouldn't have it any other way. So uh, that's the match report. Hope that gives you an insight to how the game went and flowed. Um, and I also have uh, no, I have Dean Maguire coming up now. Really good interview. Make sure you hang on till the end. And uh, really poignant moment and. One we can all relate as a GA family. Let's start champion beside me. It's uh, Dean Maguire. Dean, how's that? How's that feel? It has a nice ring to it, hasn't it? Uh, I suppose it hasn't really hasn't really sunk in yet. To be honest with you, Daniel. But last last ten minutes there, I always knew we had a bit more left in the tank. I knew they were on the ropes, but uh, I was just wondering whether it was going to be our day or not. And, Lucky enough, the right man popped up in the right position. Uh, I, I don't think it would have stuck in the net myself from there. I don't think it would have tucked it on anyway. I know that's but Jesus I was, Christ, I just, said it to, I just said it to Mark Savage there. The point was probably the safest option. I don't I, think a lot of people would have went for goal, but he did. I don't think. I don't think Aidan Sheehy's the type of man that would tuck the safe, tuck the safe option throughout his whole life. So I don't blame him for not taking it there. You know, he's a man. It was a tremendous finish. Oh, it was. It was incredible. It was incredible. But that's that's Aidan Hasn's locker, and we all know he has, and he knows he has. Thankfully. Most, I suppose not conceding the goal from play the whole year as such um, Stephen from Penley we've always spoke about conceding a goal we've never we, we, we've never neglected it like it was never going to happen you know we always uh, we always spoke about when it does happen because there is there is going to come a time Daniel be it this year be it next year be it the year after there's always going to time where we're going to concede a goal as a senior football team so um, sooner rather than later I don't really mind because we're prepared to we were prepared, we, we, not so much our plan B, but we were able to rectify the mistakes we made and to concede two goals and to be still able to keep the head and come back, I think it just shows the, shows the composure and the character these boys have, you know. The second goal was a real sucker punch. It was an intercept and it was, it was, it was, it was soft. The first goal interception, I, I think both of them nearly interceptions, yeah, yeah. right? Like it's, like it's, it's not us. You know what I mean? It's not us. It was silly mistakes, and I think we nearly pulled them back into the game like we did with um, the Kilkenny side two weeks ago. We allowed them to get back into it, but 
it just shows what we have as well. Being able to being able to let teams come back in and still winning. Imagine what what, what we'll go on and do when we, when we fucking rectify their mistakes. But personally for yourself, you had a great game, great first half. You kept them in it at times. Yeah, well, listen, we knew that they were going to be cynical. We knew that we knew that once we got the ball in quick and we ran at them, that the way are going to be worried about it. And I was just lucky enough myself that the balls coming in were fantastic. Like the way they were, they were second, they were, they were in, in, into the space the whole time. And uh, very easy to pick up, and then I suppose I do what I've done for the last couple of years in life, and just try, just try and run past the man, you know. Um, but yeah, thankfully it worked today, and I'm just, I'm just delighted for the rest of the boys because it's not just, it's not just us out there, you know. Like the forwards, the forwards sort of put it on, put it on today, putting up two ten um, with the way we play and that. But all year the defenders have pulled us through everything, so it's about time that we repaid them, you know. So we've seen it all year, but now you're two games away from the All Ireland. Two games away from the All Ireland. Well, well, myself, I saw that the last two weeks. I tried to think about today's All Ireland quarter final rather than a, a Leinster final, you know, because uh, you know the way finals come about, and I suppose my mentality to finals wouldn't be wouldn't be the best. And I haven't been in too many in my life, so I've been in more quarter finals than finals. So I tried to look at this one as a quarter final, you know. But um, no, I'm just delighted, and I suppose through this whole year, the league saw that we. The league was for the league was for the management. We done that for the management after last year. Uh, the junior championship that was for ourselves. But uh, that there today, me personally, that was for that was for Conor Morgan, for myself and Jordan and Derek and Keane. That was for Conor Morgan. We I remember it wasn't uh, long after we passed in June. We were we were talking about it and myself, Jordan and Derek were. It was a few drinks later and Travis got together and we says, well, this year's going to be for him and for. I suppose he kicked every ball with us out there today. He kicked every ball with us in the junior final in every game since. And uh, no, that one there was that, <coughs> that was for him today, Daniel. Brilliant. That Thanks was him today. All right. Thank you, Dean. Well Thanks done. Thanks very much. Well, how, how, how beautiful and uh, poignant is that? Um, Dean got emotional, and it just shows like you're very emotional once you win. But in that emotion, you remember a lot of people that got you there and who you do who you do it for and why you do it and you don't tend to forget the people and Dean certainly didn't uh, like thank Dean for his, 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 his words it was really really unfair it was unexpected and it was it was a it was a classy moment to be honest um, he had a hell of a game and it wasn't like he it wasn't like he was getting big headed around he was complete opposite very humble and maybe that's why he he Maybe that's why the Irelanders have success this year, that hum, humble humility. But uh, now, getting away from the uh, euphoria in Drogheda, you had later on the very that very day, you had a 5pm kickoff in Darver between uh, Loud and Wexford in the Bourne Cup. New rules, new manager, new players. Um, this is my report coming out of Darver and... Well, that'll be followed up by Wayne, and then I'm going to give my rookie report at the end. Oh, Darva, you never fail to freeze. Um, on the way home from the the first the first game, a competitive game of the Wayne Cairns and uh, the new rules era. Uh, the experimental rules and Loud were beaten tonight uh, 16 points to 1-6 it was a very very uh, 
very, I suppose it was a very cold night and a wet night and the conditions didn't really help but it was a good game of football it was open it was expansive uh, I think the new rules might have might have been de- down to that um, disappointing for Loud to lose I suppose in the manner but you could see the the, uh, the Wexford team were probably a little bit more down the line than we are obviously uh, we have a lot of debutants tonight that played uh, loads of positives in that and we, we, I, have, I have audio with a chat with Wayne after the game and he goes into it about the rules and how the team has to nearly manipulate them to, 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 for them like, there's a couple of occasions where you could play a little short 20 yard pop pass and, and claim a mark instead of forcing it um, it's working on the hand pass and um, they got caught out a couple of times as he alluded to but overall uh, very positive we'll go and ha- we'll listen to Wayne's chat and then we'll go in and do the, the rookie report because there's plenty of them but from a cold night in Darver 16 points to 1-6 loud lost Sam Mulroy got the goal and Loud only got 1-1 after, ha- after half time and Wexford were winning at half time as well 9-5 so disappointing defeat but there is green shoots there going to take patience and we'll cut to uh, Wayne Cairns now quickly followed by Rookie Report The rules maybe Wayne what did you, what did you make of them? Um, yeah look you know me thoughts on them I don't, I don't agree with this, the rules at all and we were done a couple of times with the hand passes um, so something we're going to obviously the lads are still not used to them and you know, we have to get used to them. we have to do more work on them and but it, it's it's around it it's around the rules really not the actual rule itself but how you play around the rules that's going to be the issue in terms of how we work them so we've we've obviously an awful lot of work to do on that when you say done by them you mean caught out by them i mean caught out by the hand pass rule yeah so um you know and we can't you can't build it short 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 out you know, all the way up the pitch. Like even there today in the Young Irelanders game, there was lovely points built all the way up the pitch. You can't do that. So it's just how we how we walk around that. You know, is is the issue and how we introduce it into a game. So it is early days for the rules. In fairness, what do you think of the mark? We've got a few few points off. Yeah, we got a few points off, and I think there's a few defensive marks as well. But um, yeah, again, it's a, it's a how you use it and how we we go about using it will be will determine. But you know, overall, I wouldn't be a fan, but we just have to be positive about them now. Does it maybe get the Wexford together longer because they look maybe a bit more comfortable? You know, and especially the the poor hand pass rule, they were you know, they yeah. weren't really getting caught on that. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe so. They are, they are. Maybe maybe they are. I don't know what they're at, but I know all I'm worried about is us and that. I I, I just. Was a wee bit disappointed in the performance in terms of um, the intensity showing. You know what I mean? But it it is early days, and like we're not terrible because we were beaten today by seven points. Same way we we wouldn't be brilliant if we had a win. So um, it's just it's just an improvement next week now um, is 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 required. There's black card as obviously people talk about that. Does the new I suppose emphasis on it? Is well, beneficial maybe. Being, being honest about it, we 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 forgot about it at half time. We were thinking Tommy's gone for. Yeah. Uh, a black card obviously he's only sin bin so look that mightn't be a bad thing but at the end of the day again it's how you walk around that so you're down to 14 men for 10 minutes so you have to get your head right and say well what are we going to do to negate that you know what I mean so 
probably more of a deterrent on the type of fouls that it's trying to eradicate though than, than the, Aye, the, the cynical stuff yeah perhaps it is yeah um, but you know how long is it going to get into lads heads that you know that it, it, to get used to the fact that they're going to be off the field for 10 minutes if they do these type of fouls this is the thing it's just, just getting used to them from everybody's point of view even the supporters I would imagine is more games something that you need I know that obviously you have a game next week and then you have to hit the Longford game, but well, yeah, you, you do need more games without a doubt. Like, you're not going to fix everything just on the training pitch, we've an awful lot of work to do, but you do need more games. So, in, in this respect, now tonight, after you know, an average performance, um, it's good that we've another game next week, so that's good, yeah. You still got to look at a good few players. No. Yeah, that's the positive, without a doubt. And more, we got minutes into lads' legs. Without that, that 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 is a is a positive thing. So we'll be happy with that. We Bevan back, we Decky back, we Levandy back now um, to play a part next week. So that that's definitely the positive. And uh, but you know, you know, you're looking for that level of performance to go up higher than it was tonight. Do you expect many changes? To the team for next week, um, well, it's early days now. We'll see what we are, how we are during the week in terms of knocks and that, and how we go through or two sessions. Um, so I suppose it's early to say whether we'll have a lot of changes or not. There will be changes, but how many? I'm not sure at this stage. Few lads there making the competitive debuts. King Callum was impressive, I thought. Yeah, over the two games now, from the mid challenge game tonight, King Callum's done right. Owen Callan come on tonight now done is as calm as assured at this level as he is at club level so that's definitely a positive um, the goalkeeper had t- a tough night he had a few uh, kick outs but I don't think the rest of the team helped him all that much but he, he responded and he kept going he made some great one on one saves so he's a very young guy Danny Gray's a young guy so that's definitely the positive as Dan said about the, getting to see the players and they're all very very young players they're all 19 years of age so you know the reality maybe up into the competitive nature tonight maybe will set in for a few people but well, it's early days I wouldn't be too down about it yeah, a lot of them were maybe your minors I suppose you're maybe best place to gauge where they are the, in terms of when maybe the more experienced players come back yeah they, exactly they're, they're, they're top quality players with good attitude so they wouldn't be here and they're physically maybe not just perfect maybe they have a wee bit of development to do conditional ways but they're going to be involved you know what I mean we're not going to carry players you know, of lesser ability just because they're older. These guys are going to be involved. So it's it's just again it's bedding them in with all the other experienced guys and getting them up to speed and and you know as you said it's all that's all about games. We get games, 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 games. So there you have Wayne. There's plenty in it. Um, he starts with he talks with the rules at the start. Uh, I don't really want to put words in his mouth, but it's nearly the manipulation of the rules to suit the team, suit us, and get scores. Because you looked at the game, right? This could really suit uh, Laird and Ryan Bournes in terms of Ryan Bournes, a savage free taker. If he wins any clean possession, he's a shot goal every time. So that'll that'll send us uh, send us away thinking, and then you're nearly looking at do we get a big target man in there? Do we get? Uh, a load of free takers on the team and just have them win the ball and just point, 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 point because the importance of this in the league will be this is where the problem is going to happen for the GAA um, and like if we if we if we play the rules the new rules 
as best as we can and we manipulate them to suit ourselves and we, we win the game like that's what you that's what you could be looking at big men big target men and a load of free takers because you nearly don't need that movement in the forward line if you just if you just if your accuracy is there so you get good foot pass in clean catch in the inside that zone and then if you've a load of free takers on in out of their hands that are comfortable taking shots well there you go um I would I would urge patience as well. Like it was a very young team, and Wexford, despite being a wee bit down the line, they uh, did a lot of regulars, like a lot more regulars. Looking at the air team, if you don't know the loud team, actually, maybe it'd be a good idea to give it to you. Uh, if you weren't there on the night, another cold night, and not a lot of people there, I do laugh at my uh, post Arva reports. It's always has to do with the with the coldness. But in goals, Alan McGauley from the Marys. Uh, right full was Hugh Osborne. Full back was Dan Corcoran. Philip Ignishby was left full from the Mocktas. Right half was Leonard Gray. Centre half was Darren Marks. John Clutterbrook was left half. Tommy Dornan and Connor Early in the middle of the field. Connor Brannigan, and Keane Callan and the returning Colin McKeever on the half forward line. And Ryan Bournes, Jim McInerney and Tyg McInerney made the inside line. And there were subs throughout. You had a... Uh, Rory Moore returned, uh, Owen Callaghan, Niall Conlon came off the bench, Bevan Duffy came off the bench, Decky Bourne came off the bench, and Ron Holcroft as well, and Anthony Williams. So it was roll on, roll off subs, so you can you could use unlimited subs. But that was the starting team, and we set up nearly to play. We we set up, I wouldn't say defensively, we set up with a press across the fifty yard line. And we kept, we did keep numbers up the field at all times, but it's it's strange. You don't know whether these these new tac, these tactics was will suit the new rules. So it's interesting to see how that goes uh, going forward. But the rookie report. We're talking about the rookies. We're doing our rookie report. Our rookie report. We're talking about the rookies. We're doing our rookie report. Our rookie report. Our rookie report. I have it down here that we had eight debutants in a competitive fixture. Well, it, it's actually definitely seven. The one question mark I have is Conor Brannigan. I know he did play in the O'Fee Cup a couple of years ago under Colin Kelly, and I suppose that you would count that as your competitive debut. But um, the Bourne Cup would be a higher level competition than the O'Fee Cup, the national, more so than a tournament game. I don't know... Um, I don't think he. I don't think he played in the league, but uh, he's he's the other. He's one of the uh, debutants, and I suppose we will start with him. The way well, the way I look at this rookie report is not how well they played; it's how well they can play and whether they have the potential. So that's how the market system is done. Do they have the potential to step up into the system and make it make us make a claim to a place this year in the squad or even a starting team? So uh, we start with Conor Brannigan. We all know he has the conditioning for this uh, grade 
it goes without saying he's probably one of the fittest Blues players and I have him then as a B um, he played actually very well the other night as well got through an awful lot of work he'll still have that fitness and sharpness in the legs from the Blues uh, Leinster game it's only a couple, a couple of weeks ago to have been Mayorog so he still have that in the tank he'll be fit anyway but Conor Brannigan definitely a player that can step up and he's probably probably been threatening to do it this past couple of years Hopefully now the time is right for him to do it. Um, Alan McGauley in goals from the Marys. Probably a C for Alan. But that's nearly nothing to do with his ability. It's probably just with the people that's ahead of him. Is he going to get in ahead of Craig Lynch? I'm not so sure. Is Fergus Sheiky? Fergus Sheiky's involved as well from the Young Irelanders. He's probably slightly ahead of him as well. But the beauty of Alan McGauley being in there at the moment is... He definitely has the potential to be a loud goalie down the line. Purely from shots up, and he made two super saves, point blank goal saves. Um, he got a little bit under pressure with kickouts, but I, in terms of he clipped one out, two out short, and they got uh, intercepted and they got scores off it. But the character the chap showed to uh, keep going and keep playing and not lose the head, especially for a young fellow, it's great to see. So he definitely has the potential, and once he's involved in the squad, he'll definitely he definitely be there or thereabouts. Um, so you have to hand him that. And I suppose he wasn't helped out the field from the movement either for the kickouts. We're very static, and it's probably like it's probably no surprise. Like no surprise, first game you're going to have these hiccups. How much work have they done on kickouts and set pieces this time of year up in Darver? I wouldn't say a lot. I'd say it's more fitness work and getting the hands on the ball more so than practicing kickouts and timing. So considering that it was it was a solid enough debut, uh, clean sheet as well. So fair play to Alan, and he's one of uh, he's one of Wayne's minors. So definitely potential there. Uh, Dan Corcoran as well, um, another C. Uh, Solid. He got the first. He got the first mark. Uh, that's the history for him. He got the first mark of the game. It was a defensive mark. Claimed the high ball. I think it was after seventy minutes. And uh, solid. Like very young chap. People don't realize how young he is. And uh, he wasn't. He wasn't found wanting. His marker may have picked up one point. Donald Shanley. But Donald Shanley's an experienced footballer. He's played. I remember him destroying a loud minor team a couple of years ago. And uh, he's played national league this past couple of years. So. Fair play to Dan. He stood up strong there, and then beside him, another debutant, competitive debutant, is Philly Englishby, um, and Philly gets a B because he, the way Philly's playing, a bit like Conor Brannigan, he's carried on his really good form, uh, and the long extended run in Leinster, the mocked his head, and he's still sharp and he still has that fitness and is carrying him through. But he's always was a good footballer. Very, I would have earmarked him years ago um, to be involved with Loud and. Now he's getting his chance and he's taken it. He's doing very well. He he, he he wasn't found wanted. I think he held his man scoreless. I don't think he was on Paul Court. I think Hugh Osborne picked him up. He got two points. But the other corner forward, big Michael O'Regan, he's another regular. I think Philly would have marked him for an under-21 game in a, in a, in a Scorty a couple of years ago. Must check that out. Um but no, Philly's a B, and then right half, uh, Leonard Gray, one another minor, um, probably down as a C. He uh, he's been excellent for the Pats this season. Deserves his chance. Another long term development player, but 
definitely wasn't wasn't out like wasn't out of his depth or anything. Um, has the fitness there? He, he has that kind of build. You can see him being a half back, middle eight player down the line. So really, he's a classy player, Lana Gray. Really good player. And then speaking of classy players on the left half flank, it's uh, John Clutterbuck from the Martins. Another player you wanted involved for years, and he's finally stood up, and he's an A as a rookie report. Definitely an A. Solid. Just played exactly like he played in the senior final or the way he plays in the Martins. Wasn't found out of his depth at all. Drove forward comfortably, uh, cut inside the field, got up the field. And he, he didn't shirk his, his uh, defensive responsibilities either. He's on a tough player in Kevin O'Grady. He's another regular as well. I think he did concede a couple of points off him in the first half, but uh, Clutterbuck's definitely, definitely won one to put down and another A is uh, Keen Callan under 40 like it, it, Callan is a classy footballer and you always wanted him involved with Loud and you're worried would he ever get involved with Loud but he's finally like Clutterbuck made the step up and he's a classy operator he found uh, Ryan Burns a couple of times he's probably Loud's focal point to go for I know he's under 40 and it's easy to say that but he was he was Loud's most creative player and he linked the thing up very well. He he um, he found Ryan Bourne twice for uh, an advance mark, as they're calling them. And uh, Bourne's he kicked one over, but his link up play, his all round link up play, dropping deep, hand pass, solo, and really classy footballer. And it's, it's nearly great to see him play um, without the responsibility of having to score and create like he does with the Kevins. He could just create. And he did get a point as well. Uh, I think it was off, yeah, it was off uh, Bourne's Ronnie. He off the shoulder off Bournemouth but Keane Cannon is definitely one to mark down uh, and then last but not least the final debutant uh, definite debutant is uh, Owen Callan from the Martins uh, definitely an A as well so that's, that's three A's in a row Callan didn't look out of his depth at all just just actually just slotted in at ease really Play, he came in at right half back and got to the pitch of the game, no problem. Um, defensively, no problem. Uh, in possession, suited him right down to the ground, getting on a lot of the ball. Looked very comfortable and composed. So that's a like. For me, I wouldn't even worry about the Bourne Cup in terms of perform uh, results or performances. Even I would just be looking to dig out one or two players, and then if you take if you take Owen Callaghan Keane Cannon and John Clutterbuck into the panel along with those like, those other lads will be in the panel but I mean into the team put those three into the team um, it wouldn't be weakened in any way so up next is uh, Wicklow away in in uh, Ockram on Saturday so you look hopefully we'll get a we'll get a win there they, they lost their first game yeah hopefully we get a win there Get more players involved, more players minutes. Like Wayne said, get used to them, get used to the rules. Um, poor Tommy Dornan got the first sin bin as well uh, for a trip. It wasn't even a black card. The typical wasn't a black card. Got a sin bin, and then we were down to fourteen men, and we actually we actually did well. We got the goal. Samuel Roy got the goal uh, during that period. But hopefully. Uh, Saturday will will bode us well. We get the the blue like there was none of the blues, 
involved, blues players involved, Mark Connor Brannigan, because a lot of them are still involved, still playing, still won the under 21 tournament the other night, four of them. Maybe Kevin Carter, that'd be five county men in the under 21 team. And then you did a Docking Islanders as well. I don't know what way that's going to work out now with uh, there. They'll be playing in the new year. They're playing Beaufort from Kerry. So that's a tough ask. But that'll keep probably Derek Maguire and Sheiky out of the panel. But then there's opportunity that that creates opportunities. It kind of it slipped my mind that we we play Wexford in the first round of the championship. So it's good to get a look at them as well. I don't think they'll have too many additions to that squad, and we'll have it. We'll have a ton. Like we started with five, five out of the six players are relatively new. Hugh Osman was there last season, but Darren Marks only one that's there more than two two or three seasons. And up front as well, like with a very inexperienced half forward line. Uh, Colin McKeever returns, Jim led the line full forward. And Ty McEnany kicked two frees as well. And he, he was uh, he's sharp when he gets the ball in. That's, this is the lad, if he wins possession, he gets a free shot or an advance mark. Could really suit the, the rules, could really suit us. But um, that's it. Here's a teaser for next week, and then I'll uh, sign off on the show. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Managerial medical round of mayhem. Holy moly! Yes, the uh, managerial merry-go-round podcast is coming up next week. A majority of managers have been assigned and there's AGMs coming up and has been and managers have been announced. There's always a good podcast to do before Christmas. Uh, that'll be next week. Uh, but that was that was this week's podcast, jam-packed. I hope you enjoyed the rookie report. I hope you enjoyed the post-reaction to the Leinster winning junior Leinster winning champions to the Docking Ireland. Fair play to them, congratulations to them. And even you look at Mullinocto winning the senior Leinster, it's just amazing, absolutely amazing scenes. And uh, just shows what can be done uh, with a small little parish. So hopefully that could tra- translate to a small little county like Loud. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, Subscribe on uh, iTunes, uh, please. If you if you if you like the podcast, um, SoundCloud. We are allowed on SoundCloud. If you if you're not if you don't have an Apple device, and uh, I suppose you can follow all the social media platforms. Um, Loud Proud on Twitter, Loud and Proud on Facebook. Uh, thanks for joining in the show, and see you again next week for managerial merry-go-round. Oh, and before I go, here's my prediction from way back in October after the Young Irelanders beat Kilbegan, which was eerily accurate. Thanks. The strong aspirations, I think I started the, the um, podcast of bonus territories. No bonus territory for the Young Irelanders, they feel they can go all the way. And looking at the way the system's played, it could be a little bit too sophisticated for anyone in Leinster. And then in Derek Maguire, it's a very, very hard man to handle um, no other junior teams in the county will be able to handle them, in the country will be able to handle them. She's in building them up now, but um, Dublin are usually woeful at junior level as well, so uh, Westmead team multi-farnham went all the way to the All-Ireland final. So there's no reason why they can't, and it's great to have that they have that ambition.
slapped Johnny's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. 